What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Vegas, he sends in streets, red is too cold. Cardinal Waller, it can't be stopped. Jacobs with the rock, O line hit the blocks. Offense off the chain, defense is ready. Pay the nation one goal just when Vegas. Welcome to What Happens in Vegas. I'm your host, Norm Maligno. I appreciate you for joining me as always. Shout out to the audio-only listeners. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you're subscribed. And please leave us a five-star review. Let the Raider fans out there know what they're missing if they aren't listening. They come across the feed. They don't know, is it good? Is it a bad show? Is it is it decent? Your review lets them know. So please do that if you have not already. Also, shout out to everybody on YouTube. Even if you're listening on like Apple Podcasts, you can hop over to YouTube whenever you have time to watch videos. You can watch us there on YouTube. Uh, and even if you're not, just hit subscribe. Show us some love. Show us some support. We appreciate it. But either way, you're greatly appreciated. Now, let's talk about today's... Well, not today's. Let's talk about the game coming up this weekend. Um, the Raiders versus Titans is week three. We obviously know this game has huge implications um, for the season. As we talked about last episode, the Raiders are currently 0-2, and two, last place in the AFC West. And it's not the kind of division that you want to fall behind in early. And unfortunately, the Raiders have done that. It is what it is. Nothing we could do about it. We've talked about on last episode, you know, the struggles the team has had. And I'm going to continue to, you know, push the fact that and the narrative that I believe the Raiders need to find balance. And, you know, again, we talked about how Derek Carr said the team needs to find out how to win. I believe that's, you know, a broad stroke of basically saying we need to learn how to balance this thing out, get everybody involved, get the playmakers involved every time. Like, you know, we're seeing this happen across the league where, uh, you, you, especially if you play fantasy, you'll notice it a lot as well. Like Kyle Pitts, for example, in Atlanta, didn't get a bunch of targets um, and and suffered this week and has been suffering kind of this season so far. So it looks like teams are trying to take him out of the game plan. But uh, again, when it comes to guys like him, like Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, you got to get these guys the ball. You got to figure it out. Now, Devontae Adams did get a decent amount of targets in the second game. He only came up with two catches, though. Um, so again, it comes down to um, everybody, right? So Derek Carr, is part of the factor here. Josh McDaniels and the play calling is part of the factor here. Everybody is involved, but you can't come out of a game with Devontae Adams only getting two catches. He, he's better than that, and we've got to figure out a way to get on the same page in that in that con, in that regard. Um, but let, let's just focus on today's on, on this game coming up here rather than what's happened kind of in the past so far. Injuries for the Raiders. Um, let's let's just focus on the did not plays, uh, did not practices. We got unlimited uh, practices, kind of towards Thursday, the last report that I have here. Um, Tra- Trayvon did not practice. Uh, Bilal Nichols, limited practice. Denzel Perriman did not practice ankle injury. Hunter Renfro didn't practice concussion. Um, Josh Jacobs hasn't practiced. He has an illness. So th- there, there's some, you know, Andre James, I, I think I mentioned him, he has a concussion as well. Um, so limited practice. So, I mean, there- Chandler Jones didn't practice, but on Thursday, I believe he did. Um, and I think it was more of like a rest type of situation. Uh, however, some significant names there, right? And we'll, we'll see when it comes down to game time, how many of these guys are actually not practicing, you know, are, are going to play in the game, or how many are just kind of getting rest and these kind of things. Hopefully guys like Renfro can come out of the concussion, hopefully, uh, and Josh Jacobs can come out of the illness, you know, things like that. We'll, we'll see how that goes. More interest, interestingly is also that the Titans, also 0-2, 
um, are dealing with some serious injuries, and they've already de- declared some guys out. So uh, Mike Vrabel ruled out Bud Dupree, outside linebacker, um, left tackle Taylor Lewin. So guys like this, um, th- and then some other players, but those are the two really highly significant um, injuries that are already declared out. So when you when you lose a Bud Dupree for sure and a Taylor Lewin for sure, um, and and you're zero and two, and you've been struggling and and things haven't looked good for the Titans. Just just like the Raiders have struggled, but I, I would say the struggles been a little bit differently. Um, you know, in the first game, they looked pretty decent on offense. You know, Devontae Adams was flying last game. Josh Jacobs looked pretty good. Um, other guys were catching the ball. Uh, Derek Carr, we're trying. You gotta get that guy to stabilize, right? Like he's been kind of up and down, up and down. Um, and and you gotta hope that the, the coaches and everybody can get this play calling right and really start to find balance here. But I got a feeling that if the Raiders lose here, it's gonna be really ugly. Like the Raiders left a horrible loss last week where they were winning twenty nothing. They lose to the Cardinals. If you didn't hear our recap on that, go back and listen to the last episode. But that that loss was tough. It was tough to deal with. It wasn't like the Week One loss. Um, simply because we were in the game, we were dominating for the first half of the game. And then the second half, everything just fell apart. So it, it was hard to do it. And it was as, as we you know have talked about the biggest loss of the franchise's history in terms of how, you know, leading by a certain amount and, and, and letting it go. So um, that was a rough loss. And so if you come off the week one loss, then you, you think about the Kyler Murray game and the loss they had there. If you lose to the Owen two Titans, it's going to be really, really bad. Right. Not just from a fan perspective, but this team is going to you can't tell me that this team will not start to take some type of confidence hit um, from if they lose to an 0-2 Titans team uh, with all the expectations and the lofty goals and everything everybody had on this team. Uh, And and, and the thing is, the Titans aren't a bad team. Right. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year. They did really well um, to to get where they got last year. And things have kind of just been the same for them as well. But they also lost players. Right. Like. They they traded away AJ Brown. They lost Landry uh, before the season started. So there's a different situation for them, right? Like if we were to trade away one of our best offensive players, and then we lost one of our best defensive players heading into the season, we'd be like, all right, well maybe some of these things that we didn't plan for are kind of affecting us now. But maybe they didn't, you know, understand the, the gravity of the loss of AJ Brown. Or, or I don't know what it was, but either way, they've been struggling and. So both teams here, right, in this interesting position, be both be 0-2, both last place in their division, both struggling after good seasons last year. Um, still, however, I think a loss to the Titans will be pretty will have will have a a great deal of uh, pressure on the organization. And I mean, the Titans are the same way, right? Like Titans fans are probably saying the exact same thing right now. The Raiders have not won a game yet. The Raiders have had offensive struggles. The inconsistent team. Uh, they just lost to the to the the Cardinals in the second in the second half of the game alone. Uh, Kyler Murray went crazy, but we're not dealing with the Kyler Murray here. We're dealing with Ryan Tannehill, and that's no shade to Ryan Tannehill. He's just not the same kind of quarterback, not even in the same realm um, as Kyler Murray. He's not going to make things happen with his legs the same way Kyler Murray can. So that that's a that's a big difference maker. Um, they obviously have Derrick Henry, who hasn't started the season off super hot. So. You know, what kind of Derrick Henry are we going to get? He started the season so far. He hasn't had a 100-yard game. He only has one touchdown on the on the season so far. He struggled, you know, big time against the Bills, which, again, that is the Bills, to be fair. So can't get too crazy about it. But I am, I am, my, my prediction is the Raiders win this game. They have to win this game. 
And again, I know Titan fans on their side are saying the exact same thing, but I just feel like the Raiders are coming into this a little more healthy. Um, again, on a little higher of a momentum backed into the corner kind of vibe. I don't know if I feel that from the Titans, right? Like, sure, the Raiders looked bad in the second half of the game and they lost to the Cardinals and they lost week one. But that Titans game was so ugly last week against the Bills. Like, they were putting in replacements and even the backups and the rookies and every nobody looked good. Nobody looked good at all. And it was a bad, it was a blowout. So, you know, I, I just had this vibe that the, the Raiders are in a better place right now. Um, that's just, you know, I don't think that's biased. I don't think that's biased. I think it's legitimate. Um, I think the true issue for the Raiders right now is getting the balance of this team, figuring things out, getting the right guys in places. We have a new coaching staff trying to figure this out. We can't underrate that. As frustrating as it is, as exhausting as it is, as annoying as it is to start the season zero and two and to have these ups and downs and these struggles and these uh, first half dominance, second half collapses, as frustrating as all that is, we see the flashes. Like we know they have, we know we have some really good defensive players. We know Max is special. We're waiting for Chandler Jones to get, you know, some some sacks in the games. We know Nate Hobbs is really good. Jonathan Abram has probably looked his best I can even recall. Um, guys are staying moderately healthy. And then on the offense, they have all the weapons needed to to put up points. And I just don't think the Titans can um, battle with that unless Derrick Henry goes crazy. And I, I don't really see that happening. I, I don't think that – I think Henry is towards the back end of his career. His, his struggles are legitimate, but it's also the offense. It's a little bit of everything. When you lose a guy like Lewin, who's a special, special player, um, that's going to hurt. More than any injury the Raiders have um, – this week, that's going to hurt more. So I think you lose your defensive pass rusher. You lose your, you know, your left tackle. And those things are kind of hard to replace, uh, you know, on the spur of the moment like that uh, within one week. And and and, and the Lewin injury might be re- really bad. So they may uh, continue to really falter um, for the rest of this season. I, I don't want to, I don't want that. I'm not wishing that on Titan fans, but it, it, can, it can get really ugly quick. And that's what I'm saying for both of these teams. I know a lot of people like to say, oh, it's early on. It's just early in the season. Both teams are 0-2. Like, you're acting like it's the end of the world. Well, it kind of is if it keeps going, right? Like, if whatever has caused them to be 0-2 continues, this season is over. And you can only wait so long to start winning games. Like, you don't – this is not the uh, the, you know, the wanted <laughs> beginning to a season. And so these things can carry on. You guys know I'm huge in the narrative. Stats are great. Film is great. But I'm huge in the narratives. I'm huge into culture. I'm huge into all these things. And we've seen as Raider fans, if any fan knows it, Raider fans know it, how much narratives and situations and storylines and all these things matter to an organization. The Raiders have gone through it the last couple of years, and and we've seen it affect the team uh, in major ways. And there's no denying that, right? Like the Henry Ruggs situation, the John Gruden situation, Versace's situation, all all these things. and And I can keep going, right? Like, they, they, these things have dramatically affected the team, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, whether you're a, stat, a data guru, a film guru, you can not acknowledge or you can. But these narratives, these storylines, these things that are happening, the real life stuff happening to these guys matters. And so I think the Raiders are in a little better of a situation than the Titans when it comes to those kind of things, when it comes to the injuries, when it comes to the, you know, the excitement behind the team and um, the players in the offense and and just all these things. It feels different in me, my opinion, of course. Um, and the Raiders have to come out on top of this game. They just have to. Um, 
again, if they lose, I do think things get a little weird. Uh, players start to doubt themselves a little bit. They start, and and it's hard to, to even imagine that. Like you're thinking about guys like Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. How can these guys doubt themselves, right? Like we know what they're capable of. And we know that guys like Derek Carr have seen worse. And we got Josh McDaniels and all these guys who are like coaches who have experienced, you know, Super Bowls and all these things. Um, so it's hard to believe that they would let this stuff get to them. Uh, but starting 0 and 3 would be downright ugly for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I don't want to even predict that or think about that. <laughs> so we're going to go with the prediction type Raiders win, of course. Um, things look really good. They get a little more balanced. Uh, let, let's say Devontae goes for over 100. I'd like to see Jacobs. Um, get a touchdown, 80 plus yards, 100 yards, somewhere in that range, 80 to 100 plus a touchdown. Um, hopefully everyone can be healthy for the game, especially guys like Renfro and uh, Jacobs and these guys. That's obviously you know important as well. But even if we do lose, you know, a Renfro, I do feel like guys will step up. I do feel like we have players in and in, in the depth for once, um, to actually be you know to still put out a, a good offense. Um, so I feel confident in that as well. And, and if Jacobs is out, man, you got to hope that there's some players back there, right? Because Bolden ha- has had his injuries. Um, it would give a guy like Zamir White a real opportunity. Um, but you'd be a little concerned going into the game with just a rookie running back. Uh, but you got Abdullah there. So there's some options, right? Um, so I feel good going into the game. How could you not? Like, there's no better. There's no, there's not going to be an easier game in terms of, you know, going against a team with 0-2, major injuries, you know, down their luck right now, not not looking hot on offense or defense. And, you know, the only thing they got on their side right now is home court advantage, <laughs> you know, home field advantage going into this game. That's really all the Titans have. Um, so we'll see. Um, and I, I believe I seen earlier today that Trayvon did return to practice. So there's some positive things happening for the Raiders still. And so while we're waiting on those things to we need, we need the positives to keep piling up, honestly, like it's it's important. Um, Inside note, uh, Blake Martinez, linebacker, former linebacker of, of the Giants, uh, is visiting today. So that's an interesting one. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's just the Perriman injury that's causing that. I do think it, I think that is pushing it, um, helping it, you know, get done quicker. Um, but I don't believe that that's all it is. They just need help on defense. And if he's healthy and can have any any bit of his old self in there, it's worth a look for sure. Also, the Raiders traced, traded with the uh, Patriots. For offensive tackle Justin Heron. Um, Heron, Heron. I don't know how he says it. I don't know how he wants it said. So we'll say both. Heron, Heron. They traded for him again. The Raiders are trying to figure this offensive line thing out, right? Like, besides Colton Miller, they don't have an absolute stud anywhere else. So they're just rotating guys and switching guys in and out and trying to figure it out. So if you could trade for these guys, give up a six round draft pick, a seven round draft pick, whatever you got to give up, it's worth it. It's worth the shot all day long. Um, when when, when uh, linemen become free agents, bring them in like the Raiders seem to be doing their due diligence on all of this. Um, you can't complain. I'll never complain about the trades like that. Um, where you're just hoping that, and and this is a guy they're super familiar with. Don't forget he was a Patriot. So a lot of the coaches are familiar with this guy all the way from the offensive line coach, Josh McDaniels, all these guys. Um, they're all familiar with him. So if they're trading for him, they have to believe in him in some, you know, some, some level and they have, and they already know him. So it's like, do we think he he is better than something we have on this team right now? Do we think that he could fill in depth, swing tackle, anything? If we if they don't think that, they would never do this trade. So um, I don't think they're that desperate or that stupid as as a you know general manager and as a coach and and the guys calling the shots up there. So um, I think it's a good move. It's worth the risk. Um, all right, guys, that's all I have today. I want to know what you think about this game. 
do you honestly think the Raiders are going to lose? I mean, do you even see that as an as, as an opera, as as obviously everything's a 50-50 chance, right? But let us know in the comments. If you're on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Um, do you, what do you think the Raiders are going to win by? How many points? Who do you think is the player of the game? If we have to win this game, just let us know your thoughts in general. We love chopping it up with you guys in the comments. Also, again, if you're listening audio only, shout out to you. But leave when you leave a review. When you leave a five-star review, if you put something there in the comments, we will share it on the podcast. So, um, I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine too. But if you leave something there, we will share it, whether it's a question, whether it's a comment, whether it's how you feel about the team right now, whether you feel about the podcast, it doesn't matter. It's your space. Do what you want with it. Uh, we love you guys. Shout out to all you guys again. Go Raider Nation. And as always, what happens in Vegas is Raiders football. Proud. This is a Clock Dogs podcast.